The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by EdgeBoost. EdgeBoost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. The final FA Cup is a dream to play in the FA Cup is, is something very special. And it's the final day at Wembley. Oh, joy, oh, joy. More ecstasy. This time, they will be at Harvard Stadium here at Wembley at its absolute best. Goal scored by Kilty, which took the cup to Manchester. You are listening to your FA Cup final preview here on the Bet MUFC podcast because, of course, it is Manchester United playing in the FA Cup final tomorrow. It is a Manchester derby against Manchester City. You can follow the Bet MUFC Twitter account at Bet MUFC. That's at Bet MUFC. You can follow the Soccer Gambling podcast at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow our host, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my other Twitter account where I talk about all sports and post my P&L every single month. It is at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. In a few days, the pin tweet on that account will be the P&L for the month of May. And the month of May, as you guys know, was my 120th month in a row of Transparent Trap Profit. What that means is I've been undefeated every single month for a decade in sports betting. So make sure you check that out when I post that and make that a pin tweet on Monday. At the moment, you can still see the PL for the month of April. All the PLs for history are available on the website lockbetting.com. So here we are, the FA Cup final. And in my opinion, the biggest FA Cup final of all time, at least in my lifetime, because not only is it a huge final between two huge sides, not only is it a Manchester derby, but Manchester United are trying to protect the biggest moment in their history, which is winning the treble in 1999 and being the only team to do that and not letting that accolade be something that is equal and shared by our rivals. Now, usually we'd be in a position where we were rooting for the failure of Manchester City. We'd be rooting for them to fail in the EPL. We weren't because we had a futures play on Manchester City and we continued to back the choking of Arsenal throughout the season. So we were guilty of supporting Manchester City throughout the season. But now is the time where I do want them to choke. And it's not a case of rooting for Any old rival, like next weekend where we want Inter Milan to win or here where we're rooting for a different Premier League side. 
It's our own team. It's Manchester United that get to stop them. It's Manchester United that get to control their historical destiny. It's Manchester United who are standing in the way and protecting their own treble. So we get to root for Man United and Man United are the ones trying to protect their own history. That is what makes it big. Add to the fact it's two huge teams. Add to the fact it's a Manchester derby. Add to the fact we're protecting history. And it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger the more you talk about the narrative. Thus making it, in my opinion, at least in my lifetime, the biggest FA Cup final that we've ever seen. And we're going to talk all about it. We're going to look at the betting odds. We're going to listen to some interviews before we do that. Let me take a quick time out here, guys, to tell you about EdgeBoost because this episode is supported by EdgeBoost. EdgeBoost is the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in betting advances, which can be an extremely valuable tool. Imagine what you could do with an increased bankroll like that. Get down on some of your favorite futures without tying up your bankroll for months or Double down on your favorite bet, if you like, or even create an awesome middle or hedge. Now, as I'm encouraged here to say the word gross, I am going to tell you that I'm a big fan of of hedging. Hedging is the most sensible thing to do because I'm a fan of profit. I've got 120 months of track profit behind me and I would not have been able to get there had I not been able to sensibly hedge at the right time. So there is so many ways to use this $2,500, whether it be your favorite bet, a future, a middle, a hedge, there's loads of ways to get involved, but it's a very, very good opportunity that I won't be passing up because we're not talking about some sleazy loan shark here when we're talking about edge, edge boost. As they charge 0% interest, can you actually think of a better way to access more money to place on your favorite bets without paying any interest? I don't think you can. And, and I always get this all of the time, every year. What is the bankroll that you need to tell you? What bankroll do I need to tell you? And normally it isn't as much unless it's that time of year where we want to get down on our French Open futures in tennis. We want to get down on our Wimbledon futures. We want to get down on our NFL futures. We want to get down on our Women's World Cup futures. We want to get down on the EPL futures for next season or the Champions League. These are the times, and I really encourage people to not miss out on futures because for me personally it's something that I cash at over 81% when I go over one unit so my futures in particular have been very very profitable ever since I started gambling so it's a very very good time to invest by taking the two and a half grand now and paying it back with zero percent interest by doing this you can also support SGPN and grow your bankroll and you can go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up for Edge Boost. Now, you must be 21 years or older to use this. If you have a gambling problem, don't do this and call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. So usually this would be the time where we shoehorn an interview with Eric Ten Hag. But actually, we're going to do something different on this episode because... We're actually going to listen to Pep Guardiola as they are the team chasing the treble. And he made some very interesting comments in his press conference. He really praised Eric Ten Hag. He went out of his way to praise him and how well he's done as the Manchester United manager and told us that he would be playing Ortega 
in goal. So no Edison tomorrow. He's sticking with his cup goalkeeper whilst he's going for a treble. I don't know whether that makes a difference to you. We'll find out later if it makes a difference to me when we're, when we're handicapping this game. But let's have a listen to what Pep, the so-called genius, had to say. Um, Pep, we've seen you as a manager spring a tactical surprise in a major final. I just wonder, you know Eric Ten Hag really well. Is he the sort of manager? Are you expecting him to spring any surprises with his team tomorrow? No, no, no. If it happens, I have to try to read as quick as possible in the first five, ten minutes. can happen. I, I don't know. I was not in the training sessions United this week, so I don't know what they prepare. So, I don't know. He always has uh, some fantastic words of praise to, to, to say about you. I mean, how have you seen his impact at Manchester United this season? I always I, I identify a manager how the teams get in very how improve and just to see when he arrives and right now so when you see the team better and better and better and better uh, but it's not easy the first season in the in the Premier League I talk for myself so that for me to identify uh, a really really good manager uh, part of that I think is a guy who represents our profession as a manager in the best way as possible on the pitch and off the pitch and uh, I cannot say we are friends because we are not in touch much. So we have a short experience in Munich, but no more than that. But uh, uh, I think, I think really, honestly, I think Man United has a, an exceptional manager for many, many years. And given the fact that you've got two finals now to come, I just wonder, have you been practicing penalties as a group? We've seen a lot of penalty shootouts in finals in recent weeks. Yeah, uh, it depends on the players. Yeah, sometimes practice, sometimes on, even during this, the year. But yes, at a point you have to to pay attention because, it, as you said perfectly, the finals lately there are many yeah arriving extra times and arrive to the penalties moment. So yeah, it's, a, it's an aspect you have to try to control. But I always think in this kind of situation, penalties how this is the most important skill, the mentality. Have you you know before the penalty, there's two options. I go to hit the penalty. That I'm going to score, I'm going to hit the penalty and I'm not going to score. That makes a difference if you're going to score a penalty or not. So this is how to work here. And if you are saying, okay, I'm going to decide to put a right, left or panenka or whatever decision, but fully commit, I'm going to do this penalty. You have a big percentage, you know, to score a goal. Finish your job with Hi, Pat. Um, you've not conceded a goal yet in the FA Cup. Stefan Ortega started every round. How's he been this season and can we expect him to start in the final? Stefan? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to play. And how's he been this Same, season? I always have been like that in the FA Cups, even Barcelona, Munich or whatever. The keeper play FA Cup, he's going to play FA Cup. But when I see, say these words, there's still one game to go. So...
We are almost there, less than 24 hours to go as I am recording this show before the Manchester Derby FA Cup final begins and Man United fans have been looking forward to it ever since Eric Ten Hag cut that speech last week. Obviously, at the end of the season, the manager is expected to speak and um, thank the fans for turning up throughout the season. But instead, not only did he do that, but he got us completely motivated for the game, rallied the troops. It was a rallying cry. Obviously, we're going to need that. We're going to need something extra tomorrow. We're not going to be able to go toe-to-toe with Manchester City in the game and expect to come out on top. They have been the best football inside in the world so far this season. So, Man United, I feel they're going to need to make that game ugly, are going to need to win the 50-50s and essentially just going to need to want it more. And we're going to need that 12th and 13th man with the crowd. And I am expecting us to be at Wembley in large numbers and completely outnumbering City. I know a lot of their fans are deciding between attending either the FA Cup final or attending the Champions League final because it's very expensive for them to come to London, especially with the trains cancelled. That's the big controversy in the UK this week with the trains being deliberately cancelled as the drivers are striking for more money and deliberately choosing the FA Cup final to cause the most chaos. So a lot of City fans are picking and choosing between the two games. And of course, Man United are well-supported, more well-supported anyway, worldwide. So we were always going to be there in more numbers, whether it be by hook or by crook. At this moment of time, as I'm recording, I haven't even got my ticket and I'm frantically chasing around, making offers, wheeling and dealing. And in the end, I might have to bite the bullet and just part with six or £700 to actually see this game. No doubt I will end up seeing this game. It's just a case of what I need to pay. I don't want to be in a situation where I part with seven or eight hundred pounds a day and could have got it for three or four hundred pounds tomorrow nearer the kickoff time. So that's the situation that we're in. But I do expect Man United to have the 12th and 13th man and really try and push these players over the line. And Ten Hag did his part last weekend. And since then, it's been all about this game. This is the biggest game for us. And of course, for City, They want to get this treble. They want to match Manchester United. Would they take a Champions League and a Premier League at the start of the season? Of course they would. But would it sour it if they could have got the treble and they were stopped from doing it, especially by Manchester United protecting our own treble? Absolutely. In a moment, we're going to hear from our real captain, which is Bruno Fernandes. And we're also going to actually preview the betting lines for this game. Before we do that, let me tell you about the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup Final Contest. We've got two more free contests for the Stanley Cup and the NBA Finals. Enter exclusively on the SGPN app, series props and game props, a $100 SGPN gift card up for grabs for each contest and download the SGPN app just to enter today. So if you want to get involved in all of this, download the SGPN app and you can enter these contests today. Do you feel like a, a Mancunian yet? Uh, it's it's difficult to say that you f- that I feel a, as a Mancunian, but I feel really at home here. You know, uh, I'm I'm being settled really well. My kids they they love to be here. They they're going to the school. They want to be with their friends. Uh, they, they, they speak in English already, so my daughter, that is the older one, she's, uh, she has the accent, uh, and sometimes even at home it's is, is difficult to make the homework with her because, you know, the way I say the words is not the Mancunian way, so, uh, but uh, I, I feel at home, that's the most important. My family feels really welcome in this country, in, uh, in Manchester, everyone has, has made everything for us to feel at home, so... I think that's the most important. This is the base for for the success and uh, and for 
my my professional as a professional being uh, at my best away from football what do you like to do in manchester what do you like about the place is it is it the food is it the culture is it the music is it the places you go what, what do you like no, i'm 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 a really home home guy you know it's i'm i'm more the, the thing i like in manchester you have a lot of green spaces you have a lot of parks obviously not in town uh, but uh, on on the surroundings of manchester you have a lot of that and obviously when you have kids they, they like to go on a bike they like to go on playing football with my younger one um, and and i enjoy that side that uh, i wasn't I, I didn't have that side when i was in portugal um, i had when i was a kid you know when you go through the green stuff you want to build houses in the trees and everything i did that when i was really young and after you lose a little bit of that, but now when, uh, when you get to have kids uh, is when you say that you get to be a kid again. So um, I enjoy that part, I enjoy that side because the most important thing for me is that they, they are happy, make them happy and, uh, and they enjoy their life because I, I had to enjoy my time when I was young. I'm still young, but uh, obviously my being, uh, being a footballer doesn't give you much time and space to do many things. But it, it gives you the time to enjoy with your kids and your family. That's the most important. For, for Manchester United fans, it's not just about winning the FA Cup. It's about stopping Manchester City from winning the treble, which is so special to this club. Is there any of that in the minds of the players? No, it's in the mind because we know the fans uh, talk a lot about that and they're worried about that. But uh, in our case, it's just about winning the FA Cup. It's about winning another trophy for us, ending the season in the best way as possible. And, uh, and as, as I said, it's another game that we want to win, another final that you fight hard to be there. You had, uh, you had to work a lot to be there. It's been a long season and uh, we want to be rewarded with another trophy. That's it. And uh, if we do our job, um, we, we can win, uh, win another trophy and the consequence of winning another trophy will be also that Man City can do the treble. But on the side of the players, the focus is in, on lifting another trophy. And for you personally, do you thrive on rivalries? Are you the sort of person who really likes that, that element of football? No, no, not at all. I, I, I'm a player that is really passionate in every game. I don't make any difference. Obviously, we know the atmosphere can give you more or less in some moments of the game because of the rivalry comes from the stands, the energy and stuff. But for me, every game is a fight. Every game is a, is a rivalry because they... Uh, last game, uh, Fulham was my, my rivalry, and now we'll be Man City, and now we'll be fighting in the same way to win the to win the game. You've already had great success this year. You've won the League Cup. You have qualified for the Champions League. Is this season already a success, or in your mind, do you need this? No, it's, it's not a successful season because that's it's a different thing for this club. It's a good season. Um, we did we did our job on on the league at getting the top four. That has to be kind of an, uh, an obligation for the club to be in the Champions League places. Um, and uh, obviously we won the Carabao Cup. That was really good for us. That was success in that competition. Um, and now we're trying to find the success in the FA Cup. And uh, obviously, as I said, it's different competitions. We had success in the Carabao. We didn't add as much success as we want in the league, but we get our top four. That was our aim after not cannot be able to win the league. 
um, and now we are, we are in a position to be successful to win uh, another trophy. And uh, in in different competitions, we can have success and we can we can have a good season. So uh, obviously, overall, it's a good season for us. But uh, this club, these players, they aim for more because they know they are capable for more. So that's our real captain, Bruno Fernandes. I keep saying that because. If you guys don't know the situation, we have Harry Maguire out here doing interviews. We have Harry Maguire talking to MUTV and he is listed as the club captain. Wherever he's on the pitch at the same time as Bruno, he's the club captain. If he starts games, he starts the captain. If he comes on and Bruno's on at the same time, Bruno has to give him the armband. It's just absolutely ridiculous. No one at Man United wants Harry Maguire on the pitch. I don't even think Eric Ten Hag wants Harry Maguire there any longer. But obviously, it's a player, it's a player that we paid £80 million for. So there has to be some minutes given to him. And you have to obviously avoid any kind of controversies or disruptions, which would, which is what it would be if you swapped captain in the middle of the season. And I think Eric Ten Hag just wants to alleviate that after the whole Ronaldo situation. I think he picked this battle. And that was the only one. He can't go in in his first season and have battle after battle after battle. That's the only defence I think I have for him. It is a little bit ridiculous. It is a little bit comical. It does stink of John Terry not starting a game and putting on his full kit to go and lift the trophy. It does feel a bit like that. It does feel a bit embarrassing all round, especially for Maguire, because he's playing terrible. He's a liability when he plays. He's not the same player that we signed. People laugh at the fact that we signed an £80 million player in Maguire, but at times he did occasionally look like an £80 million player. He's just gone completely off the rails in the last two seasons and doesn't belong anywhere near this starting lineup to the point where he is a liability. And the captaincy should have been taken away. And I believe that could have been done had we not had such a major battle at the start of the season with Ronaldo. And that was a very divisive battle, more so than Maguire. There's no United fans out there batting for Maguire, but there were Ronaldo loyalists. In fact, when you take on a player like Cristiano Ronaldo, you bring in a whole new brand of supporter. You bring in Ronaldo fans who support the player, not the club, and go from club to club supporting Ronaldo. These these people do exist. And I can tell you that for me personally, whilst I will never support a player over a club, I'll always be somebody who supports a team in team sports and will support an individual in individual sports. I will be keeping an eye out on what Aaron Rodgers does next season and hoping he does well. It's not Rodgers' fault that he wasn't given the backing to go and win more Super Bowls. He's been an extraordinary talent and quarterback for us. So I hope he does well in New York, especially when it's going to be a, a down year or two down years for the Packers, where I'm not expecting him to do anything. I certainly will be looking at the Jets as my second team. But for me, that's as far as it goes. For these Ronaldo loyalists, these Messi loyalists, these Mbappe loyalists, these people that will follow around a certain player and make fan accounts for them and and support them instead of supporting any team, they will come with the player. And that's what happened with Ronaldo. Ronaldo bought a lot of worldwide baggage with him and United were not unanimously supported in that situation the way that we would more likely be in this Harry Maguire situation. But as I said, it's embarrassing all round. And that's why I say our real captain when I talk about Bruno Fernandes, because he is a real captain. Um, A lot of opposing fans don't like him because of his theatrics and whatnot. But for United supporters, we we love Bruno Fernandes. And that's the player who we want as captain. And I can tell, everybody can tell when he speaks that he's desperate desperate for Manchester United to do well, as are we. We are desperate for the glory days to return. But tomorrow, we are a significant 
underdog in this game as Manchester City look to win at the treble. They are now 1-5, to five, minus 500 to lift this trophy with 7-2 to two available on United. United are 5-1 to one underdogs on the money line tomorrow with the draw at 7-2 to two and City priced up as the 4-9 to nine favourite. So you can't even get minus 200 in most places on Manchester City. Very, very significant favourites to win this game tomorrow. I guess for United, the main hope would be the fact that we did beat them at Old Trafford this season in the Premier League. But of course, our Old Trafford record was significantly better than our away record. And whilst this isn't an away game, it is a neutral territory. Wembley's a very big pitch where Manchester City have historically done well and it has suited their style of play. So it's very difficult for me to make a play here on this game because I'm a Man United supporter who's looking for Man United to find an extra gear, to find something that they will need to find tomorrow to beat Manchester City, whether it be a stroke of luck, whether it be just playing out of their boots, whether it be a decision, a mistake, um, capitalising on the fact that they're playing a substitute goalkeeper, wanting it more than City. It's going to need an X factor because it's not going to be a case of us turning up and suddenly being a better football team in Manchester City. They are significant favourites for a reason. If you look player for player, if you do that combined 11 thing that everybody likes to do, it would be significantly dominated still by Manchester City. I could make a case that David De Gea, if it is all taken, well, we know it's all taken at plays. You could argue that in that combined 11, with Edison ruled out that you would be going for David De Gea as your goalkeeper. You would argue that Luke Shaw is the most consistent fullback in terms of when you look at the situation at Man City, Carl Walker hasn't played consistently throughout the season. And Jao Cancelo, who was the first choice, left after a row, um, after, you know, disputes with, with Pep Guardiola. So you would argue that um, Luke Shaw, whether it be right back, left back, is the fullback that you need to put into this team. You would argue that Rafa Ran, based on his history in terms of what he's won in the game and the fact that when he plays... He is still a world-class Rolls-Royce centre-back. You still need to include him in this combined eleven. It doesn't matter if City have got Stones or Diaz or Ake. It doesn't matter who City have. Rafa Ran is the best central defender on this pitch tomorrow. So there's, there's a couple of cases that can be made there for the back line, but only two. You would, you would argue usually... You'd always argue, usually, for Casemiro in any other situation, except this one, where you would probably say that Rodri is the is the younger, the fitter, the quicker, and the guy who contributes more. Because God, Rodri's a beast, and the irony is, is that Casemiro beats out any other CDM in the world because you have the world's number one and number two CDMs here, in my opinion. But we have the number two; they have the number one. So this is one of those combined 11s where you cannot put Casemiro in the team. You can barely even find a space for Bruno Fernandes. You'd be arguing at the moment that Gundogan is in the better form. But overall, I would narrowly take Fernandes and obviously slot him alongside Kevin De Bruyne. And up front, you could you could make a case for Marcus Rashford, but that would be about it. Otherwise, you'd be looking at the likes of Grealish or Mares, And then the, cent- the central striker is definitely Erling Haaland. So... Very difficult to make cases for even the best Man United players to get into a combined 11. As for squad depth, it's clearly Manchester City. They have far more depth than us. So we 
going into this as a significant underdog is very much justified. If you look at City in big games this season, they've shown a ruthless streak as well. They've scored exactly four goals in recent clashes with Arsenal, Real Madrid and Liverpool. And uh, Man United, I think, will need to score the first goal in this game in order to stand any chance. Because if we go behind and we're chasing that team, this could become an embarrassing afternoon. And even if we go ahead, there are no guarantees for us if we win this game. But I can guarantee you, if Manchester City go ahead in this game, then it's probably curtains for Man United. I cannot see us coming back again like we did in the league match. So, Ultimately, if you're looking for a selection, and I am going to make one here, this is going to be my edge boost double down play of the day. It's going to be for both teams to score. I do believe that Manchester United will definitely be able to score in this game. I think it's going to be a boost for us that Ortega plays. Now, I understand that he hasn't conceded a goal so far in the FA Cup, but they have had a very cushy draw. In fact, both of these teams have had quite have had quite cushy draws as well. So I'm not just putting this on Man City. I think both of them have had quite nice, friendly draws to get. Both have only had to really win one difficult game. Man United had to win this on penalties in the last round. So it's been a nice route to the final for both sides. But here, I think Manchester United will be able to penetrate. So BTTS is going to be my main selection Rashford hasn't been the same since he started getting injured. We haven't seen that incredible, unplayable version of Marcus Rashford so far. So I don't expect him to suddenly turn up tomorrow. But United will be boosted by the fact they have managed to score nine goals across their last four games. And City, despite the fact that they have been absolutely unplayable as they've made this charge towards the EPL title and the Champions League final and this FA Cup final as well, They haven't been keeping loads of clean sheets along the way. So they are penetrable. And I do believe that Manchester United will be able to find a back in it. But that's the most I can really positively say about my team. Of course, I'm absolutely desperate for Man United to win the FA Cup tomorrow for all the reasons that we outlined in terms of us trying to stop them from matching our treble. And of course, the fact that we just want to progress We just want to add another trophy. For us to win two trophies this season and to get back into the Champions League, that's well beyond our expectations. And obviously, Eric Ten Hag's first season in charge would be a successful one. But for a lot of United fans, it would be overshadowed by the fact that Manchester City matched our treble. And that would be a shame for Man United to finally get moving in the right direction and for City to match our treble and for that to be the standout takeaway and for it to be a bitter, sweet season, more bitter than sweet for United, despite the fact we've got to a cup final, despite the fact we've won one cup final, despite the fact we got ourselves comfortably back into the top four, for it to be bittersweet will be monumentally disappointing. So for all those reasons, I want to win, but I cannot make a case for us really, not even at seven to two with us getting such an extraordinary line. The only thing I can really point to is the fact that we already beat them this season, but our Old Trafford record was so far ahead of our away record this season, it makes it difficult for me to use Old Trafford and Old Trafford win as a reason as to why we win at Wembley Stadium tomorrow. But it is a big price. Um, I would not advocate for taking Manchester City either. I do regret not taking their treble price maybe a month back when it was around about three to one. Now, obviously, it's massively odds on with the EPL now over the line with Inter Milan 
waiting in a nice and cushy final for City next weekend, where surely they finally lift the Champions League. This does look like the biggest hurdle, and hopefully Man United turn up tomorrow and stop them. But the main thing I'm only willing to give out here is BTTS at the price of 7-10. to 10. That's it for me and your Manchester Derby FA Cup final preview. Good luck with all your bets as always, and thanks for listening.